0: Welcome to Episode 9 of the Eye of the Sabercat Podcast. In this episode, we feature a new segment with a special interview of a Silver Oak parent with an interesting hobby. I hope you enjoy Episode 9 of the Eye of the Sabercat Podcast. Now, it's time for our first ever Parent Prowl segment. In this segment, we will interview parents in the Silver Oak community. Today... We will interview Paul Senseri, the host of the San Jose Sharks podcast, The Fin Factor. Hello, Mister Senseri. Welcome to my podcast.
1: Hey, Kian. Uh Thanks a lot for having me on the podcast. Really looking forward to it.
0: My first question for you is: What grade are you, your children in, and who are their teachers?
1: Well, my son Jace is in second grade, and his teacher is Mrs. Brown. And my other son, Cole, is in kindergarten, and his primary teacher is Mrs. Trousseau. But there's actually a collaboration of about four teachers there. So it's kind of nice because he gets to learn from four different teachers at once. Each one kind of takes a different subject. And so he's getting a lot of exposure to uh, different teaching methods.
0: Cool. How's distance learning going for your family?
1: You know, it's interesting, actually. Uh, Distance learning, I thought, was going to be much more difficult than it has been. Uh, But the boys have really taken well to it. They're good about sitting down in front of their laptop or uh, iPad, whichever it may be, and paying attention in class, which has been great. Um, I'm able to kind of walk off and do something else uh, when needed, and the boys are able to kind of just focus in. So the, the schooling actually has been pretty good, I have to admit. With the homework and whatnot, it's nice because I don't have to pick them up or anything. I can just help them right away uh, getting the homework done, helping them understand that they're kind of lost on the subject. So I have to say the distance learning has certainly been much better than anticipated, although I think they're both looking forward to seeing their friends again.
0: That is great. Distance learning is easier for me because there are less distractions. What are your favorite foods?
1: Well, it's interesting you asked that question, actually, because I'm I'm kind of going through this bit of a diet right now. It's called ketogenic diet. I'm not expecting anybody to know what that is, but essentially, I try to keep uh, low on the sugars. So uh, a lot of my favorite foods, unfortunately, have a lot of sugar in them. So um, if I were to answer that question truthfully, my favorite foods would be things like pizza and and Oreos. Love Oreos. Um, But now that I'm eating a little bit on the healthier side, I've... I've kind of expanded a little bit on the things that I like to eat, and I just had seared ahi tuna uh, for the second time, and uh, it, it was it was phenomenal. Not something that I would normally try, um, but you know, when you are restricted to a certain subset of food, you start learning how to do things, and that's that's not such a bad thing either. Learning how to cook different meals and whatnot—it's actually really easy with the internet and everything. Just look up a recipe and and get on top of it. So I have to say, there are a lot of foods now that I enjoy that. I didn't even try before. I love
0: pizza. What are your favorite streaming shows?
1: If I'm talking about streaming, like, YouTube streaming, I, I'd have to go with, with the, the Fin Factor, of course. <laughs> um, I don't really watch anybody else, to be honest with you, on, on YouTube at least. Uh, there's not a whole lot of streaming content that I enjoy, but I'm assuming you're talking about TV and and streaming, uh, through Hulu or through uh, YouTube TV or some case like that, Comcast, whatever it is. If that's the case, Netflix as well, if that's the case, then I would have to say that uh, currently WandaVision has been a lot of fun. We've we've really enjoyed watching that. Um, it, we're big Marvel fans, so being able to sit down with uh, Disney Plus and watch all of those Uh, Marvel movies as well as the Star Wars movies all the movies that they have there the the Clone Wars and Rebels animated shows those are a lot of fun you might want to check with your parents there's some fighting involved but it's more or less pretty good wholesome uh, TV for for kids as well so. Uh, maybe check that one out but yeah i'd say those ones are kind of the big ones the the disney plus shows have been awesome other than that the only thing i really stream of course sharks games because uh, not only do i love them but i need to pay attention so that i have something to talk about on the show
0: i love clone wars i just finished it and just started rebels what do you like to do in your free time besides your podcast?
1: Well, I think you'll be happy to hear that in your free time as an adult, you still get to play video games. Uh, I really enjoy playing on... I have a PlayStation 5, which a lot of people don't have, and I'm uh, so lucky uh, to have gotten one. My, my friend was able to, to pick one up for me. Uh, he's, he's a lot faster uh, clicking online than I am, apparently, to put that into the virtual cart and get that shipped out. So he was able to get one for me because he was just faster than me, and I ended up paying him back. Uh, funny side note on that, the same friend was able to get four or five of those PS5s, so he he's the guru of sneaking in and being able to pick those up. He ended up selling them off to other friends of his as well. Um, but as far as my free time, yes, uh, I, I love to play video games still. Um, among them, of course, NHL 21 on the PS5. Um, I also enjoy playing things like Fall Guys. If you've never played Fall Guys, Fall Guys is a really fun uh, game to play. My son, Jace, who's, again, the second grader, He's played that to death, and he he loves it. It's it's really fun. It's not violent at all, so parents will like it as well. It's just been a really good time. Beyond that, uh, things like Monster Hunter World, which I don't know if you guys know any of those games or not, but there's a lot of different things that I enjoy playing, and uh, Avengers as, as well. So basically anything that's on the PlayStation 5, if I've got it, I enjoy playing it. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I enjoy doing mostly in my free time.
0: I don't have a PS5 yet, but I have a Nintendo. Now, let's spend the rest of our time talking about the podcast you made about the San Jose Sharks called The Fin Factor. How did you get into it?
1: Really a, a weird one there because it was just me and my friend Aaron who by the way I've known since kindergarten. So, uh, some of the friends that you have right now, maybe you'll know them when you're 39 years old like me. But you know, getting it started, it was more or less just we'd already talked about the San Jose Sharks. That's what the Fin Factor is. It's a show that talks about the San Jose Sharks, their professional hockey team. And my friend Aaron and I, we'd always just talked about the Sharks uh, back and forth with each other. And one day I was just telling him, you know, why don't we actually put these thoughts online somewhere uh, in a podcast form or on a, as a web series through YouTube And that kind of ballooned into the show that we have now. We we have 2,000 plus subscribers to our channel, and we're just there talking and having fun. So it's been a really awesome experience so far, and I'm really looking forward to uh, more and more seasons of of doing the same thing. But in terms of getting started, it was just kind of an idea that we decided to just kind of roll with. We were already doing it, and we just decided to put it up uh, online, and that was it.
0: Wow, you started with a friend from kindergarten. Who are some of the most interesting people you've met through the podcast?
1: We met some pretty interesting people, Uh, mostly people that work with the Sharks, obviously, because those are the people that we interview. Um, Of note, we got to interview the GM of the San Jose Sharks, Doug Wilson. He's essentially the guy that puts the whole team together, signs all the contracts, makes all the trades. That's him. So being able to sit down with him, who, by the way, also played in the NHL, as a defenseman. And he was an all-star defenseman. He was a phenomenal player in his day. He's been inducted into the hockey hall of fame uh, recently, actually. So we were sitting down with at the time, a future hockey hall of famer, but he's, he's since made it into the hall, which is amazing. And uh, he, he's a phenomenal GM. We love talking with him and his insights about trading and, you know, players and, and all the things that they bring to the table. So he's been a very interesting guy that we talked to. Another really interesting one was uh, Jamie Baker. Actually, the whole broadcast team that we've interviewed so far, Randy Hahn, who does the play-by-play for TV, Dan Rusanowski, who does play-by-play for the radio, and then Jamie Baker, who did the color commentary for both TV and radio. Uh, We talked to all of them over the course of our time doing the show, and they've all had very interesting stories to tell, Uh, things that you wouldn't normally hear so we got a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff with them was really really cool and just being able to talk with them and get their unique insights on the on the players and on things that are happening behind the scenes and what the team needs to be looking for it's been really a a treat it's been a lot of fun
0: you have met the person who chooses chooses the players to trade that's so cool who are some of the players that you have interviewed
1: Yeah, so mostly we've interviewed former players, actually. So um, of note, one of my favorite ones was a goaltender named Evgeny Nabokov. And uh, you could probably tell by his name, his, his English wasn't so great. He's actually from the Czech Republic, and he was a phenomenal goaltender for the San Jose Sharks when he played. Nowadays, he's actually the goaltending coach for the San Jose Sharks, which is awesome. Um, and he has a lot of really good insights in terms of goaltenders. But at the time, I was interviewing him because he was being inducted into the San Jose Sports uh, Hall of Fame. So being able to sit down with another Hall of Fame player, even though it wasn't the Hockey Hall of Fame, it was just San Jose Sports Hall of Fame, being able to sit down with him and kind of talk with him about you know the old feelings that he's had from playing and what he's doing now and all those things, it was definitely a whole lot of fun. Um, he says maybe you don't know, but when he was in net uh, playing for the sharks, everybody would be chanting nabby, nabby, nabby right and so even though he doesn't play anymore, sometimes he still gets people chanting that to him so he says, you know I I wish I could say that uh, you know I'm over it, but I'm really not. I love hearing people do that even to this day, even though I'm not a player anymore. So it's just one of those things that kind of stuck with them and fills them with a really good feeling. So uh, really, really cool. But uh, we've uh, done, definitely done some other alumni of the San Jose Sharks, but we did have an opportunity to interview our first active roster player. His name is Stefan Nason. And unfortunately, I was not feeling well uh, when the time of the interview came, so I had to bow out. But my co-host Aaron was able to do the interview just with that player. So um, it was a lot of a lot of fun being able to see him do that interview and i'm certainly looking forward to doing my first interview with an active roster player soon
0: my dad told me evgeny nabakov used to live right next door to him over in basking ridge when he was new to the sharks what are some interesting stories that you have about your podcast
1: it was pretty interesting that Within, I think maybe ten episodes or so of our first season, right? Randy Hahn, who I had mentioned before, he's the play-by-play announcer for the TV broadcast for the San Jose Sharks. Somehow, some way, he caught wind of our podcast and was uh, was very interested. So he actually put out on Twitter, some social media, and he had said, you know, check these guys out. I love the passion. And that tweet was actually what kind of helped blow us up to where we are today. Before that, we had a very small handful. It was mostly friends and family. Um, After that tweet went out, we had a lot more followers. We had a lot more subscribers. People were interested, mainly because Randy had such a large audience. And when he calls out a podcast and says, hey, check them out, people tend to listen. So that was a really cool the thing that happened with us was basically being unprompted. We didn't ask him to do it. He just saw us and said, hey, check these guys out. So that was, that was really, really cool. Um, right after that, actually, we had set up an interview with Randy Hahn. And we said, hey, would you like to come on the show? He says, absolutely. I can help you guys out. I would love to. It's great. So we got him for what was supposed to be episode number 13. So we had said... We want you guys to tune in for episode 13 because it's going to be amazing. And we were talking about Randy Hahn being on the show, right? What happened was the Sharks had made a trade for um, a very good defenseman named Eric Carlson. And at that time, we were supposed to put the Randy Hahn episode out as episode number 13, But this news was breaking right now, and we jumped on top of it right now. So that show became episode 13 with Eric Carlson talking about the news of him signing. So when we said, tune in for episode 13, it made it look like we were fortune tellers because it made it look like we're going to make this big deal about this show, and Eric Carlson got traded to the team. So it was pretty interesting, the the reaction we got from people like, how did you know? Um but we were, honestly we didn't know obviously we thought we were just going to have Randy Hahn on for that show. Obviously episode number 14 turned out to be the Randy Hahn interview episode but it was uh, it was kind of interesting that everybody thought that uh we were able to see into the future on that one. So uh there's there's an interesting story for you right there.
0: That is very cool. Do you have any advice for me as a beginner podcaster?
1: I do uh not just for you as a beginner podcaster, but for anybody who is aspiring to become a beginner podcaster right maybe they haven 't started up yet. It seems like you 've already done that. What I would say is just start no matter what you don 't have to try to get the fancy camera like I have, the fancy microphone like i 've got the two lights and the green screen behind me like I have you don 't need all that stuff. all you really need is a desire to do it, and that 's it and remember what you do and what you start with doesn't have to be the end product, right? You can always evolve and grow. And if you take a look at our first episodes of The Fin Factor, and I look back at that now and I cringe, we were so bad. The audio quality was so bad. The camera angles were so bad. Everything about it was just not, not great, right? And looking at what we're able to do now, we've learned, we've grown, but we would have never learned and grown if we hadn't started and started off on the low budget side of things so my advice to anybody really is just start don't think about you know oh i have to have this to be able to start or i need the best lighting or i need a better camera it's not going to look good it doesn't matter just do the best that you can with what you have and use that as your learning steps your building blocks you know when you go to school you don't know how to do all the stuff in math right away In the same sense, you don't know all the things about podcasting. Even I don't know everything yet. And I've been doing this now for going on almost three years. So there's always room to grow and room to improve. But you'll never do that unless you get started. So again, my advice, don't worry about the fancy equipment and how good it's going to look or how good it's going to sound. Just put your content out there. And if your content is good and people enjoy it. You'll get the views you're looking for, the subscribers you're looking for, or you'll enjoy just having fun the way that you would want to. And again, you don't need all the bells and whistles, although down the road, it certainly does help. And that's one other piece of advice that I have for a beginner podcaster is invest in yourself. Save up a little money on the side, do some chores, ask for an allowance, mow some lawns, whatever it takes, but put that money aside and then maybe buy yourself a nice piece of equipment because, hey, you've earned it, right? If you're enjoying what you're doing so much feel free to put a little bit of money into yourself because you can't expect other people to do that and we're seeing that too with the FinFactor even is, you know, we don't have sponsors necessarily. So a lot of what we get comes from our viewers or from our own pockets. And we've earned that from our viewers. We'll have them do super chat or uh, buy a hat of ours or a shirt or something like that. So, you know, we've invested in ourselves and we're getting that money back um, from the community that we serve because they appreciate and enjoy our content. So I would say the same thing for you is if there's a certain camera that you really wish that you had, or if there was a green screen or some lighting or a nice microphone that you'd like to have, do some chores, save that money up and splurge on yourself now and then. It's okay to do that, right? Um, It's called investing in yourself. So I would absolutely encourage you to do that, especially if it's something that you enjoy.
0: (laughs) Thanks for the great advice. And also, thanks for being here on the podcast, Mr. Sunsary. For our listeners who are interested in seeing what The Fin Factor is all about, you can watch The Fin Factor on YouTube or at thefinfactor.com or listen to The Fin Factor as a podcast on your favorite podcast app.
1: Well, hey, Keen, thank you so much for having me on. I I do appreciate you reaching out to me and and interviewing me with these nice questions that you've had here, and I wish you all the best in your podcast. And just remember, always, always trust in yourself, have fun doing your podcast, and invest in yourself as well. Just get started, you guys, if you haven't yet, and you'll be well on your way to doing exactly what Keen's doing right now.
0: This brings us to the end of this episode. If you are interested in being part of future podcasts or have ideas for topics to cover or other people we should interview, please contact me, Bein Gupta at iThesabercat at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time on the i cat podcast.